Welcome in everybody. It is week three edition of the Southlot Football Guys. Uh, Evan Newberger here as always with my guys Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Uh, guys, how we doing? Excited for a little week three action? I'm excited for this Thursday night game, Minshew versus it's Magic, man. A lot, a lot of spunk in that game. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. gonna be fun. I, I'm, I mean, we got Minshew right here. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm always rocking this Minshew jersey. Uh, you know, believe me, the mustache is coming out here pretty soon. Yeah, there's oh. some, some, you see some Twitter, man, some hot talk, mustache versus beard. Oh yeah, between, yeah, him between, and Fitz are getting into Fitz. it. I love it. I like it. That's a good rivalry. Yeah. Good hype for a Thursday night <laughs> game between the Dolphins and Jags, man. That'd be a fun color rush. Like oh, one yeah. shade of teal versus the other. What about an all orange for the Dolphins? Oh, boy, that'd be good. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, guys, before we get into uh, looking at these uh, games, uh, we got to get you caught up on some news. Uh, Robbie, take it away. Uh, we got ourselves a little bloody Sunday this past Sunday again. Uh, a lot of San Francisco guys were out this got out this past week. Uh, Nick Bosa uh, torn ACL. That's gonna hurt. Jimmy G. He's a high ankle sprain. He's dealing it with it. I I don't think he's good to go this week, but we'll see. Saquon, another another big name with the torn ACL, mm-hmm. and then Christian McCaffrey's. Already on the IR with his high ankle sprain. That that one hurts in Cortland Sutton, too. Just done. And that's not even the half of it. Uh, we're not going to go any farther yeah, than it that. Go, it can know. go further. Those but are the big hits. Those, those, are the, those are the hits that we would like to give to you, too. Oh, man. Well, uh, as a Cortland Sutton owner, uh, that one you know hit me personally. That's a tough one. So, uh, you know, everybody playing fantasy football, most all of us are in, you know, some sort of injury boat here. So uh, it's just going to be that kind of year, uh, you know, with these abbreviated training camps and, uh, you know. That soldier field turf. Yeah, yeah, it'll get you. <laughs> you know, Devonta, he, he finds a team, though. That's that's good. It's, it's weird. I, I, I read that the NFL is investigating the MetLife turf. Oh, yeah. That's, but that's... nothing on the soldier field turf. <laughs> yeah. Grass. Yeah. That, that one's next week. Chicago Park District, the best turf, uh, you know, since 1983, I guess. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, you know, it's uh, you you have to kind of keep tabs on these injuries because uh, you know they can affect these lines, and uh, you want to be making informed decisions when you're out there uh, betting. So, uh, Robbie, thanks for laying that out for us. But uh, with that, why don't we take a look at uh, how we did last week? Uh, primarily with our locks of the week. So, uh, you know, Adam, Steelers minus seven and a half. Uh, that was a tough one. Oh, I missed. That was that oh, one was, that was a tough loss. There are many points in that game that that looked good, including in the last, like, minute <laughs> with Connor going down the field. Uh, but, yeah, especially when, uh, especially when Drew Locke got knocked out of that game. Can't count out that old Driscoll. Old Driscoll coming back. God. Guy just uh, he finds a way to get yeah. on the field. I don't know. I like him. But, never, uh, never count out an old Driscoll. I'll yeah. tell you that. That was a brutal. I can't believe they didn't cover that game. They they had that every step of the way. Just just tough. Uh, Robbie, Rams minus one. All righty. Nice uh, job. That, there, that one was very good from the start. Yeah. They, they were in control of that game. 
Yeah, that was uh, a great call. That yeah, one, that, we felt good about that one early. That that line didn't seem right. The Eagles just not the same level as the Rams this year. Yeah, especially with their injuries. Felt uh, good. Time for me to take an L. Chiefs minus eight and a half. So I missed. Yeah, that one wasn't great. Adam should have listened to you. He called that one. What well, texted you guys Sunday morning? I'm out on the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I don't know. Justin Herbert, you know, he messed that whole I, thing I, up. I think that's the big game changer, you know. That that just ruins, like, the Chiefs' whole game plan around Tyrod. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were not. No. I mean, even the announcers for the Chargers had no idea. I think Dick Stockton called that game. <laughs> Guy finds a way. Uh, yeah, that was a tough one, though. So, uh, lost a good chunk of change on the Chiefs that day. But uh, it's all right. We bounced back. Um, in terms of our uh, podcast picks, we did Bengals, Rams, and Vikings. Hit two out of the three, so uh, you know we're just down a couple bucks thanks to the juice. But overall, in the year, we're we're pretty much even. So uh, you know, if you're not losing, you're winning. So we'll kind of keep that rolling, and we'll, we'll charge into week three here. Just gotta hit one parlay. That's right. That's right. Um, but with that, guys, why don't we get into uh, kind of a little special segment before we pick up these games? Uh, you know, there's some early season uh, surprises on both the good and bad side of things here. So we're looking at teams that are 2-0 and and 0-2, and, and I want to know who do you think is the best 0-2 team and who do you think is the worst 2-0 and team. So, Robbie, I'll send it over to you first. We're, we're going to start with what I think is the worst 2-0 and team, and I, I took the bait. I, I know this was... Some but one of us had to do this one. Being Bears fans, and yes, I'm gonna say the Bears are the worst two and O team right now. They they struggled to eke out some victories against the Lions and the Giants that it seems like they should have just taken care of. Uh, I I don't feel great about these games being as used as like a confidence booster to Trubisky. It kind of I'm getting vibes from last year when they would do this and. It didn't end up great. Uh, I don't feel great about the Bears moving forward, but, you know, I mean, they're still a 2-0 and team, so um, you can't complain about that. Yeah. And uh, your uh, 0-2 team? You want me to do the 0-2 right yeah. now? Okay, I'll, I'll go right to it then. Um, I'm thinking the Houston Texans right here. Uh, they had a little unlucky with, Two bad matchups against the Chiefs and the Ravens to start the season. I mean, you can't think of like any worse schedule to start off right there. I mean, both both teams are probably high contenders for the Super Bowl. Um, Texans defense is a little worrisome, but I mean, Roby is looking pretty good in corner. Um, they've got a little bright spot in it. You just gotta imagine the t- Texans offense is gonna get something a little bit. To- Kind of get something together. Uh, obviously, losing DeAndre Hopkins has hurt them, but um, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, um, you know, they they should be all right in the long term. Health, I mean, assuming their health is good, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think they're the best out of that bunch. Um, I think they they can give team struggles moving forward. Okay, uh, Adam, how about you? Yeah, I like those picks, Robbie. You don't count out Deshaun. No, you can't count yeah, them out. Bears, yeah, they they would have been my pick too. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the start off with the best um, 0-2 team, and that's the Falcons. Um, you know, I, I don't know how they lost that game. Um, I mean, that, that that's almost a fireable offense. That game, the I boys. Guess. 
the hands team has got to know the, the rules of onside <laughs> kicks if they're on the hands team. That was absurd. That was an a prayer. A prayer onside. was answered for Mike McCarthy, uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones. But yeah, the, I mean, this team, this offense is one of the best five offenses in the league, and I just, I, I, I don't see them, you know, really staying. Uh, uh, you know, without a without a win for much longer, they're, they're too good of a team. They're going to win some games, and uh, they're going to get some off team spits, especially in that division. So I like them as the you know the best zero two team in a worst two and zero team is the Titans, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I, Tannehill is looking really really good as a quarterback. Um, you know, not really running the ball as well as last year, which I mean that could be could be a good thing uh, especially if they're passing as well as they are but the defense is what really worrisome to me they they didn't look exactly too great against the Broncos week one and last week uh versus the Jags they, they sort of got torched up so um yeah I, I just uh I don't I don't think you know that offense of output from Tannehill is sustainable in the long long run so I think that the, that defense got to improve for them to be um you know powerhouse in the AFC South yeah all right uh yeah uh well you know i think those are a couple good picks too uh that atlanta, uh, that atlanta team has been just such a mystery to me for years now however since that super bowl appearance they just can't get out of their own way um they remind me of like those chargers teams from like the early 2010s <laughs> that just like found a way to lose like the most ridiculous games but uh for me guys uh my uh, in my opinion the best zero and two team I'm going to say the Eagles. I just think if you're thinking about a team that's 0-2 right now that still has a pretty good chance of making the playoffs, um, I, I think the Eagles are a good candidate. They're pretty banged up on offense right now, especially at the uh, skill positions. You know, Miles Sanders has been nursing some injuries. Uh, Elshon's out. Uh, you know, they don't have much help on the outside for Wentz right now. Uh, so it's heavily dependent on the tight end position for them. But, you know, they've, they've got a lot of talent on that team still. And, uh, you know, there's playoff pedigree there, and every year, uh, you know, they seem to just kind of start off like this. They start off a little slow, and they just pick up momentum at the end of the year. You know, we've seen Wentz play at an MVP level before, so uh, I, I think the Eagles are still a team to be reckoned with, uh, you know, especially, you know, just one game back in the division. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. I, I still think that NFC East is going to be pretty competitive. My worst uh, 2-0 and team, I'm going to say the Cardinals. Um, so... You know, got a couple victories here, uh, you know, week one. You know, they, they had a, you know, impressive performance against the Niners. Um, you know, I just, I wonder if this team, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not sure I've seen enough yet out of that offense uh, if to surely believe that it's consistent enough. Um, I don't know. And that defense kind of scares me too. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, defense has a lot of young stars. I mean, I know Buda Baker's kind of coming into his own here, but um, I just see kind of a lot of unproven things. I got to see a few more weeks of it before I can fully buy in. Not, not to sidetrack this, but to totally sidetrack this. Um, 49ers, are they in trouble this year? I'm, I'm just looking at the other teams in their division Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, they're all 2 0. I don't know, like you know, losing losing all the parts that they got, they they might be in trouble. That Super Bowl hangover, it uh, it always happens, like you know, without fail, you can pretty much count on you know the team that lost Super Bowl to come out of the gates struggling. And uh, yeah, I mean, you could put bad luck on this one, but it happens, and they're in a lot of trouble because all three of those teams, you know, 
are definitely a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, the injury bug hit them bad, and that's that's not good. They're, I think they're they are in danger this I hear also heard their team playing got hit on the runway. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. When? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a before little the fender game last week. Yeah, no, I mean it wasn't no one was hurt or anything. It was just Oops. <laughs> sort of a Hitting foreshadowing run. of what happened at MetLife. <laughs> was it like a cart guy like I, I, driving I, all the, I, the, the luggage I, up? I don't just think it was right yeah. to a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, guys, so with that, why don't we uh, get into our week three picks here. Um, as we've kind of mentioned already, we've got a fun Thursday night game. Uh, the Miami Dolphins head into Jacksonville to take on the Jags. Jags are three-point favorites here with Minshew at the helm. Over-under in this one, 48. Uh, guys, I'm going to stick with the Jags, uh, 2-0 and on them thus far. So Ooh. I can't, uh, can't go against them. And uh, I trust Minshew against this one, you know. Uh, they've played better teams, uh, in their first two weeks and, uh, you know, have, have looked strong. So I think this is a week that they can get a win against the Dolphins team that's struggling right now. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, Minshew, you know, I was watching him last week. He just, he makes plays out of the pocket. It's, it's those backyard style plays that he's just got a knack for making. And it, it's a difference making out there. So, uh, I, uh, I'm going to stick with the Jags. You know what? I, I was sort of on the fence, you know, looking at this line when it first came out, but I'm on the Jags uh, pretty confidently. Like you mentioned, like I, I was so impressed watching last week. I know, you know, they won, won week one against the Colts, but I think their loss last week was more impressive than that week, week one win. I would um, agree. They played great, especially on the offensive side. Minshew was, I mean, he, he, had some, he had some Doug Flutie vibes and just – unbelievable presence in the pocket and be able to make, make plays on his own. And, you know, he's got a good uh, skill or set of skills. Uh, wide receivers, the uh, Robinson at the running back. I like this Jags team. Their defense might not be great, but, you know, Miles Jack's playing out of his mind right now. And, and I I think they take advantage of a, a Dolphins team that's just a little bit banged up. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a, f- a fun one and, you know, I do. I do hope it's close, but yeah, take the Jags. You're you're confident in the Jags. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, for me, I think I'm going to take the sides of the dolphin on, of the Dolphins here. Um, I'm I for one. I I don't think I would have um, expected me to say this at this point. Um, if you asked me this like three months ago, um, about this game, but I'm excited to watch this one. I I think this. It's just two scrappy teams that just want to win. You know, both both these sides, they're, I don't know, there's a lot of no-names on here that it, people yep. didn't know starting the season. And you saw both these teams in both their fir- first two games that they they grind them out through the end and they stick through it. Um, and with that, I, I think the Dolphins could get, um, stay close with the Jaguars. They could potentially win this game but um i don't know if the jaguars are going to run away with it i i'm loving the over more and more just both these secondaries kind of look shaky and both these teams have been very creative with their play calling and you know they've been airing it out and i think this 48 is gonna i think that's gonna be over there um i i'm 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 excited for this game all right yeah 
Well, we need it. You know, middle of the work week, we're all grinding right now. Yeah, two two teams that are just out, out punching their weight class, right? <laughs> for sure. How about that uh, Tyler Eifert revival too oh, in Jacksonville? That's oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, I swear he sold me my last car, but uh, now he's out there. So um, that wasn't Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't him. Uh, <laughs> don't think he could pass the background. Um, uh, <laughs> next game up, guys. We've got the uh, Raiders heading to New England to take on the Patriots. Uh, this one, guys, Patriots are six and a half point favorites, and the over under is 47 and a half. Um, I'm on the Raiders, guys, through two weeks. Uh, I've liked what I've seen. Uh, I'm not picking them to win this game. I, in fact, I, I don't see that happening. I think the Patriots will win in a close one. But, um, you know, this Raiders team showed a lot, um, you know, last week against the Saints, you know, with that home opener. Uh, probably pretty fired up, up about that. You know, it was an easy game to get motivated for. But, uh, you know, they won a game on the road having to go all the way out east a couple weeks ago, um, you know, against the Panthers. So I think to think that the Raiders can uh, go out here and uh, head out east again but keep this to a one-score game I, I think is something reasonable. So I'm going to jump on the Raiders here. I, I think they've got enough firepower on offense. Uh their injury report is a little bit uh, stacked this week, but it looks like it could be just a lot of uh, you know veteran guys getting days off, especially on the short week. So um, I, I'm still pretty comfortable taking the Raiders here. I, I'm with you. The Raiders um, they've been they've been grinding these first two games out too. Um, it's it's tough to bet against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Um, this is not going to be a confident pick of mine. Um, but you know, I I think the Raiders have proven so far this season that they could stay competitive with the Patriots. Um, it's especially if within a touchdown. Yeah, I think that's that's a good amount of points. Um, they'll they'll be able to grind it out, and you know maybe they'll have a potential upset. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, obviously I'm not really banking on that, but, uh, you know, it could be a game where I just you know, throw a little money line there. I, I was talking with Adam earlier, uh, before the show and, you know, there, there's a bunch of these games that we're looking through that we might just have a little fun just throw on the money line because Hey, Hey, you know, there could be quite a few upsets. Um, but I, I overall, I don't think I'm going to really touch this game. Yeah, see, I, I love the Raiders here. Um, you know, I six and a half is a ton of points for a team that looked very good on Monday night. I mean, they Saints are one of the more physical teams, and they they looked like they were the more physical team. And um, you know, I think that's going to translate to uh, you know pretty pretty. Uh, I I just think that this they're going to make it close against the Patriots. I know it's a short week for them; they're going across country. Um, but I I just think this is a good team, and that get six and a half points against a Patriots team that, you know, looked very good on Sunday night. Um, but I, I, I just think, you know, physically the Raiders are, you know, at or past the level of the, the Patriots. So I, yeah, give me the Raiders here and I, I might even get them like you just mentioned money line too. Wow. Okay. John Gruden's got the boys rolling. Yeah. All on the nice. Raiders. There we go. Okay. Uh, next game up, guys, we've got the uh, L.A. Rams heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Bills are actually two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one against the uh, 2-0 Rams, and the over-under is 48. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? 
See this one, uh, man, I go either way on this one. I, I probably, not, I'm gonna probably stay off of it. Um, I'm gonna take the Bills to, uh, minus two and a half at home here. And Josh Allen, he, they, they've had a hell of a hell of an off season in Buffalo. I think Stephon Diggs was might maybe the best signing of the off season thus far. That completely has changed their offense. Their vertical passing game is is very good when you mix in John Smokey John Brown. Um, they haven't even been running the ball that good, and they're beating these teams. Uh, you know, I, I don't think their defense has played as well as they could. Um, having having said that, I mean, the Rams have also looked pretty good <laughs> this year too. They're two and zero. I think they've beaten two decent teams. Um, man, I, yeah, but I, I I I think the Bills get this one at home. I expect it to be close, and I I'm I'm pretty excited to watch this one. Yeah, I think it's an exciting matchup. You know, I feel kind of the same way. I doubt I bet on this game, but uh, the Bills, I just got this hunch that uh, that they match up real well with the way the Rams are going to play. Uh, I think that they can kind of neutralize some of those outside passing threats, um, you know, jam up Robert Woods and, and Cooper Cup, uh, you know, on the line. Um, I Yeah, I just, I could see this being kind of a low-scoring game where, uh, golf struggles a bit and you know on the offensive side for the bills like you said Adam, they've got some more p- firepower so we'll see if it translates over um, this is going to be the best defense they've played thus far uh, so that concerns me a little bit but you know I, I think the bills defense does enough here that uh, you know the the bills can win a close one but uh, yeah probably staying away from it you know doesn't doesn't feel great Robbie what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to zag away from you guys again. I, I Again, this is not a game I'm feeling very confident on. Um, but uh, I'm going to have to – I'm going with the Rams here. Um, Bills, I'm just not sure. I, I, I think you could safely throw away um, what happened with the Bills against the Dolphins this past week um, just because that – there's some brutal rainstorms going on. Um, lightning I, delay. Lightning yeah. delay. Um, I I don't think the Bills' defense is as bad as they played on or on paper or what the stat line showed while I got there um, on Sunday. Um, so I, I I do think this is going to be a competitive game. I do think it it should be lower scoring. I, I'm not sure about that. To be honest, uh, I know you really like it, Evan. Um, but I think the Rams, uh, they've they've played uh, two competitive teams in the Cowboys. And, well, actually, maybe not two with the Eagles. I, I don't know if they're really competitive. They were a playoff team last year. Yeah. They were a playoff team, but I don't know. They're too beat up this year so far. Mm-hmm. But either way, the, Ram, the Rams just took over in that game against the Eagles. And I, I just got a feeling that the Rams might pull some surprises on the bills here um again this i could see the bills defense just showing back up to what we kind of expected more of them from from them this season so i'm i'm not on this game i'm staying off but i i'm leaning the rams okay uh guys any other thoughts on it okay so we'll see kind of a tough one um you know should be a great game though uh, with that, guys, let's uh, turn over to our next game here. It is uh, another intriguing matchup, uh, this time in the uh, 
purely AFC matchup. We've got the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson heading into Steel, uh, steel Country. Uh, Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. And uh, Steelers are four-point favorites in this one with an over-under set at 45. Uh, guys, I'm on the Steelers here. Uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous about this one, though. Texans, just an absolutely brutal start to their schedule. The gauntlet, like man. This is the gauntlet wow. of the AFC um, that they're going up against. Uh, <laughs> just, just brutal. So uh, even if they lose this game, you know, uh, you know, I think we already talked about how the Texans are one of our uh, favorite zero and two teams, but uh, I I just think that Steelers defense, you know, still in being at home, uh, not having to travel, I think you know they can keep them, uh, you know, relatively low scoring, and that's the one thing about the Texans D thus far is they've looked a little rough. So uh, you know, maybe Big Ben can get it going in this one. Another tough game. You know, I'm not sure how confident I feel about it or if I'll uh, feel good enough to put a bet on the Steelers here, but uh, that's the way I'm leaning. Uh, Adam, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, more or less the same. Uh, I'm probably a little bit more confident with you on the Steelers here. Um, I, I just think their defense really matches up well against the Texans. Um, they're going to get after it up front. Uh, they got the playmakers in the back. And... Like you mentioned, man, it has been a brutal, brutal schedule for the Titans, and um, you know, I, I, I think the Steelers sort of capitalize. Um, Will Fuller's a little banged up. Uh, yeah, I just don't think, I just don't think the Texans' offense has looked good enough for me to, you know, take take them with the points here. So yeah, give me the Steelers, Steelers at home, and uh, I think forty five points for this game is a little low. So uh, I, I, I'm gonna go the over on that too. Wow. Okay. There are a lot of overs that hit last week. Uh, I think the trend is leaning a little bit up on scoring this year. And, you know, these are two decent offenses. 45, I love that over. Gotcha. Yeah, there were a lot of overs last week. I, I thought it was pretty even week one. But, yeah, that last week just kind of blew it out of the water. That was that was crazy. That was, that was a fun day. That was just absolutely fun to watch everybody scoring. I don't know if I could agree with you on the over here. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to touch the over under. I think that's a pretty fair line, in my opinion. I I I don't know. Maybe I'd lean under too, just because man, that Steelers defense is just looking so good, and Texans just couldn't really get anything going against the Ravens. They couldn't get a lot going against the Chiefs, even. Um, I I mean the Steelers, I think, are above both those teams for sure, as far as defensive units. I'm. Can we say the Steelers are the best in the league? I I think they are. I don't know, man. Oh, Driscoll, man, he 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 sort of tore it up well, against them. That, that surprised me. Driscoll, man. I mean, he's he's cool. above. He's the top tier QB. Obviously, he's yeah. what you want. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, it's it's backup Driscoll and well, backup Foles. Those are the two top QBs of the league. You know, and they come yeah. in from in a game like you got it full faith in them. Yeah, I like uh, the Ravens' defense is very good. You don't? I, 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 I think good. I'd rather take the Ravens' defense. You'd rather take the yeah, Ravens? Yeah, okay. Bill's got a pretty good defense. Bill's too. got a pretty yeah. good defense, too. Uh, don't forget about those Bears, either. Yeah, I've already forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. Steelers, Robbie. anyways. I, I'm just more more and more thinking. I'm, I'm going to call him a confident pick. I, th- I think a lot of what was steering me off was that Broncos game and how they were kind of soft at the end and let 
Broncos back into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that that offense is clicking. Uh, Texans, their secondary hasn't been too bad, but they've been very beatable on the ground game. And I think the Steelers, uh, they they showed they could get it going against the Broncos, who I, I think are a little better against the run this point in time than the Texans. Um, so I think they could just run it down on them all game. Texans, I'm not confident in how they're going to move the ball against this defense. Um, I think that four points is not a whole lot. Um, I mean, before when I was thinking I, I'd want the line to be at Steelers minus three, but I, I think I feel pretty good about the Steelers minus four here. Um, I think ben, Big Ben's he, he could be able to pick this secondary little apart, but um, yeah. Yeah, should be uh, should be another interesting matchup for sure. I mean, uh, Texans uh, got to respond. I mean, you got to think going into this season, they were looking at that schedule, thinking like, got to go one and two, like got to grab one of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a big game for them. You don't want to fall zero and three. That's a very tough hole to dig out of. Uh, so they'll be desperate. Um, but uh, you know that Steelers team is tough, especially defensive side of the ball. And uh, you know Big Ben's still kind of finding his way back. Uh, you know he's picking it up on the fly. Uh, you know, but he's improving. So uh, it's going to start clicking for them and that offense in a big way here pretty soon. All right, with that, guys, uh, why don't we take a look at the next game? It's the uh, San Francisco 49ers who are just dealing with all of the injuries. Uh, they head east to take on another injury-stricken team uh, in the New York Giants. Uh, Giants are four-point underdogs in this one, and the over-under is set at 42. Uh, I'm on the Giants here. I think, uh, you know, there's just a few things just stacking against, uh, you know, in, against the 49ers in this one. Long trip out east. Uh, dealing with a ton of injuries, uh, you know, lost their quarterback, so it's going to be Mullins uh, starting. Uh, defense has been just uh, absolutely torn up uh, by injuries. You know, they lost Mostert too, uh, so just just a lot of tough injuries. You know, their offensive side of the ball. I mean, uh, running the game is really their strong point, so they're going to be leaning on guys like Jared McKinnon and Coleman pretty heavily. Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of great weapons on the outside, you know, or at least established weapons. Uh, you know, and for the Giants, I just think, uh, I think they're going to be able to keep this game close enough. I mean, I think getting four points at home here is kind of a gift. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. I just think, uh, this will be kind of a slugfest, uh, you know, low scoring game. Uh, you know, both teams just kind of taking punches at each other, uh, you know, field position being critical. So, uh, I'll take the Giants here, uh, plus the four points. I'm going to be right with you. I feel pretty good about the Giants here. That's that's a lot of points for I mean, granted there's not really home crowd there, but for the home team, um own two Giants. I I think they've got to be looking at this game as one that they want to win here. Um this this would be a huge confidence booster for them. And the Niners, I think are so beat up that they can do it. They just they lost Nick Bosa, uh, Solomon Thomas. Uh, I mean, that defense, I mean, they they already had um, uh, Richard Sherman on the IR this past week. Um, that that's a suspect Niners defense right now, and with Nick Mullins at the helm, um, this I'm getting kind of flashbacks from the Niners two years ago when um, everybody just 
when they're just awful, and that's why they were such a surprise last year. Um, Nick Mullins didn't look terrible though. He he looked pretty good he didn't in his look limited. Terrible, but it, for the for the Niners, like I I feel like Jimmy G is the perfect QB for them because uh, he's not a top QB by any means. Um, he he just gets his job done. He's a good game manager, and I. I think that's a very underrated aspect of Jimmy G and that's of what they're losing with him. Um, I, I think the Giants could come out fired up here. I think they've got a sh- shot to win this one too. Um, I know no Saquon, that hurts. No Sterling Shepard, that, that hurts too. Um, but I think there's plenty of other playmakers with the Giants. I know they just signed Devonta Freeman, but uh, – I wouldn't expect him to get the full workload, but Deion Lewis looked kind of just fine coming in um, as a replacement against the Bears. Um, again, an 0-2 Giants team that's looking for their first win, I I think they're going to be fired off for this game. I, I love the Giants. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, against you guys. I'm going to take the 49ers here. I, I mean, I know you guys mentioned the injuries. Um but you know, I the 49ers are a good team. You know, I, they're they're deep. Um, I think Nick Mullins is more than capable. And you, know, I mean, Giants lost probably their two best pieces on offense. And I still think the 49ers pass rush is going to make Danny Dimes, uh, Danny drops again like he was last week. And That's you fair. know, they they didn't put up a lot of points uh, against the Bears defense that you know hasn't looked great and uh, I mean I think the 49ers even banged up right now is probably a comparable defense um, so yeah give me give me the 49ers I think they and they, if Kittle plays which I think he probably is um, I think they they cover this okay. is, is he going to play I, I thought there's it's like I think it's like 50-50 I think it's going to be okay. game time decision gotcha. but I, he seems like the kind of guy that would play Two, uh, two just really desperate teams. I mean, Niners don't want to fall to one and two. Uh, Giants really don't want to fall to zero and three. So, uh, yeah, I mean, both teams could be desperate to get a win there. Um, you know, these uh, these games are the ones that can kind of turn the season on you. Uh, you know, one loss in either direction here, and uh, you know things can spiral real quick. So uh, they're gonna try and uh, nip it in the bud. But um, all right, guys, next game we've got. Uh, Tennessee Titans heading up to uh, Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are two and a half point dogs at home after that horrendous showing against the Colts last week. Uh, over under in this one is 48 and a half. Um, I'm on the Titans this week. Uh, just Tannehill's looking really sh- uh, sharp. Picking up right where he left off, actually, um, you know, in the postseason last year. You know, same formula for success. Uh, you know, leaning on the run game and utilizing play action off of that. Johnny Smith uh, slowly becoming a top uh, 10, if not top 5 tight end in this league. You know, He's look out for really him. Good. He's a beast. Uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, they had a hiccup last week against the Jags. You know, kind of gave up more than I would have thought. Um, but, uh, you know, against this Vikings team, after what they showed us last week on the road against the Colts, I have absolutely no confidence in them. Um and I just think they're gonna they're gonna get out physical here. Uh, Titans are a very physical team. Uh, they're really gonna take the fight to them. And I, I just I don't know if the Vikings are ready for it. Um, you know, a lot of inexperienced guys on that team. Uh, you know, and you know we'll see if they see if they're ready to tackle Derrick Henry. Um, you know, 
I could just imagine that the Titans are probably one of the teams in this league that, uh, you know, teams who really don't want to play um, just because they, they are just beyond physical. And the way the Vikings are just reeling right now, I just I really don't think that plays in their favor. And uh, you, know, you take away that home field advantage, I just I think the Titans can run away with this one. So uh, I'm on them minus two and a half. I feel pretty good about it. And uh, I'm going to lock it up. But it's a lock. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Evan. It's a good, uh, it's a good call. I, I, I like the Titans here, probably not as much as you guys. Uh, I, I just got that feeling that that Vikings team is, they've got to be upset with the way they played. They're not that bad of a team, um, and I expect them to recover. Um, and you know, it, it might happen here, but you know, Titans are a much more physically dominant team than the, uh, the Titans than the Vikings and. You know, I, I think they take advantage of that. Uh, I, th- I expect fully expect Derrick Henry to have a big day, and um, yeah, I, I think the Titans get it done and, and uh, you know cover the two and a half. I, I'm right with you guys. I, t- I think you guys said a lot, of, but a lot of the reasons why I'm feeling pretty good about the Titans here. Um, yeah, the Vikings just just no confidence in them right now. Um, obviously, losing Stefan Diggs was pretty huge. Their offense. Um, it's, it seems like they're kind of struggling right now, and I'm not going to buy into them until I see them get out of it. I know they put up a lot of points against the Packers, but the, a lot of that was just garbage time coming back. Um, um, so I'm not buying it. Um, I think we did. I, I'll admit we kind of undervalued the Colts last week. Um, I, th- I think we should have probably valued them a little more, but... Um, yeah, this this Titans team, um, even if their defense maybe is struggling a little more than what than how good it was last year, I I think they're good enough to slow down this Vikings team. And yeah, like you guys said, the the Titans offense is able to put it up, put up points on. I mean, I I like how this line is two and a half because Titans seem to love close games no matter who the opponent is. So uh, I think. Titans winning by a field goal is no problem. All right. Uh, so, yeah, guys, all in the Titans feeling pretty good about it. Um, next up, that team from Washington heads to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, Browns are seven-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, and the over-under is set at 45. Adam, you are our resident team expert here. Uh, why don't you get us started? Oh, man, I, when I saw this line come out, I, I could not believe it. I jumped right on it. Um, team plus seven and a half here against the Browns is, I think, is free money. Uh, I, I, I just think that they are a great match against this this Browns team. The Browns have shown over the last, well, however long they've had Baker. If you can sort of stop the run against that team and make Baker throw on you, you force a couple of mistakes. It's it's a recipe for success for teams to make. Uh, Baker throw the ball and and you know I think if the the the, the team's front seven is going to be good enough to stop the run, limit uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and I make B- Baker beat them and I think at that point it's a it's a fifty fifty shot on who wins this game, um, and and I love what the the team's doing with the offense and simplifying it for uh, Haskins. You know he, he I I see I I'm seeing him improve slightly every game and. Uh, Slowly, and they got a lot of weapons, you know. Uh, 
uh, Gibson, McLaurin, they both had good weeks last week. And, you know, I like the way that they fought against a, on a road against a, a Cardinals team that's pretty good. Um, and, you know, Baker Mayfield is not uh, Kyler Murray's at all. Um, so, you know what? Give me the team, uh, seven and a half, and I'll lock it up. But it's a lock! No! I'm right with you there. Um, if you were going to take him as a lock, I was going to take him. Um, yeah, this was one that, for the same reasons, it jumped out on me. Um, Baker Mayfield, to me, he, he kind of seems like a guy who can you could rattle pretty easy. I mean, you, you kind of saw it a little week one against the Ravens. Um, he just couldn't get anything going. He, he was off target. He just didn't seem right. But then the Bengals' defense, it was little weaker and he was able to run it up and even the Bengals were able to keep it within a touchdown against them and you're telling me the team is uh, not gonna be able to cover a touchdown Are you kidding me come on no I, I think they've got a chance to win this yeah, too. too like money line team I, I think that's a very good value right there um even even if they don't win I, I think you should be pretty confident in them covering this Give me the team. All right. Next up, guys, uh, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, led by Joe Burrow, heading. Were to... you gonna? Did you? Didn't I pick? Pick. I don't think you picked for that one. I don't. Oh. I don't think so. We need one more on the team. Oh yeah. I'm. If it wasn't already evident, uh, I'm all in on the team. Uh, I think you guys really said it all. Uh, I just kind of expect. Uh, yeah, this game to be way closer than than Vegas thinks. I mean. We texted each other about it when we, I think we saw it either Monday night or uh, Tuesday during the day. Uh, this one just jumps off the screen. Um, just doesn't seem to make sense. I, like you said, Adam, I, I, I don't trust the Browns' offense at all to be able to move the ball against uh, this front seven. Uh, they're going to force Baker to throw the ball, and uh, you know if if the corners can uh, stay in front of uh, you know kind of the deep threats and keep Odell in check. You know they're gonna they're gonna be able to keep this game very close if not win it. Uh, you said it right too uh, with the offensive side of the ball, limiting turnovers with young Dwayne Haskins by just kind of conservative, uh, you know, play calling that just makes sense for the situation. You know, managing the game. Uh, I expect the, the team to easily cover this, and I think you're right. Ed. There's a good chance they could win this one outright. Um, you know, so you can get great value there. All right, but with that now, we can officially <laughs> head on to our next game. It's the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, led by Joe Burrow. Heading... You just wanted to talk about Joe Burrow. I right? really like Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Uh, Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home in this one. Over-under is at 46-and-a-half. Uh, guys, I flip-flopped on this one a little bit. Uh, I don't feel great about this game. I'm going to take the Eagles. Um you know, when this game was at five, uh, you know, uh, Eagles minus five, I didn't feel as good about it, you know, so I was on the fence. I figured uh, Bengals, but I think I'm going to lean. I think I'm going to lean on the Eagles here. Um, you know, eventually they got to come out and they got to they gotta have an answer for this. Otherwise, uh, you know, their season's going to be over real quick. And I just expect, uh, you know, uh, Peterson will, will get this team fired up and, and they'll come out to play. I mean, this is a team with a lot of Super Bowl, Super Bowl pred- pedigree on it. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, I just expect them to really uh, come out strong here. And, uh, you know, if anything, maybe the Bengals have a backdoor cover here. But 
I, I just think this one will be pretty... I think we're going to lean Eagles here. I mean, uh, it's 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 going to be a tight game, but uh, I don't know. I don't trust that Bengals defense enough. And, uh, you know, the Eagles, they ran up against a tough team in the Rams. Yeah, I'm convinced the Rams are a very good team. We've all kind of agreed that the team uh, is better than people thought. And, you know, the, you know, the Eagles ran up against them week one. So um, I think the Eagles can get things right, though, here and, and put up some points on this Bengals uh, defense. Was was this line originally uh, five and a half? That's what I, I think. I yeah. Saw it at, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now it's four and a half, which, which I I I'm on the Bengals side, but I mean at, at five and a half, I I wasn't feeling great about it. Four and a half, I'm not feeling great <laughs> about it. I don't feel great about this game overall. Um, I I could absolutely see the the Bengals just keeping it close, like like they have been. They they've been keeping games close. Um. And the Eagles are are still a little. I mean, they're they're still banged up. They but they, Evan, you're you're right. Like they they need to get a win here. Just they're 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 a team that's expected to be in the winning category each year. Um, just just from that Super Bowl, and um, I, I'm gonna side with the Bengals. I I don't have a whole lot to say about this game because I I'm just. Just not sure how this is going to turn out, to be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I'm going to take it to Bengals, though. I think when you look at both of these two teams, um, you know, I, I think offensively they're pretty similar. Um, and right now the Bengals have the better set of skill players because you know, the Eagles are so banged up. Um, and I, I've liked what I saw out of the Bengals' offense last week. Um, and... You know, I I think I I I'm I, I felt the same way Evan about the Eagles. I keep on expecting them to, you know, come out and be this this playoff team. But man, something about the way they've been looking. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe their time's over. I'm, I'm gonna take the Bengals here. I'm I'm gonna take uh stick with the Bengals. All right. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, this is one where uh, I think it's really a toss up. Um, so you know maybe. Maybe even Bengals money line isn't a bad option. You know, you might be able to get some value there. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it should be a tight game. Again, this is just another one with uh, you know two desperate teams uh, that are both uh, you know really in need of a victory. So uh, it should be a tight game. All right, next guys, we have the Chicago Bears uh, heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are three point favorites at home here, and uh, the over under is set at forty eight. Um, Adam, you know, I know you got a strong take on this one. Why don't you lead it off? Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears this week. I like a money line. Um, you know, I just think that their defense really matches up well against the Falcons. You, you know, when the Bears defense has really good games, it's when they're getting to the quarterback. And I think they'll be able to get to Matt Ryan this game. And, and I, I think their secondary thus far in two games has proven that they might even be the strength of this de- defense. And, uh, and from Bears offense, I think Mitch is going to have no problem uh, moving the ball on his Falcons defense because you know anybody could. Uh, I yeah, I, I think getting Bears plus three is very good. Um, but I think they're going to win this game, and um, you know Falcons can't be feeling good about the way they lost last week. Uh, you know Bears Bears are uh, you know 
good two two win uh two lucky wins but I, I i think they come out here and maybe put some of their uh haters away and and, and beat the falcons and I, i'm gonna put that as a confident pick all right robbie what are your thoughts uh, i'm gonna side with you on the bears um they're just not a team i'm very excited about um but i i do think they could keep it close um i mean on the defensive side you you saw first action of Robert Quinn and he was still getting eased back into action, but when he was in, you know the defense did look pretty good. Uh, I would expect a little more from him this week. Um, but man, the the Falcons—they're just involved in these shootouts. I, if it is a shootout, I don't think I could see the Bears keeping up. I I mean, as bad as the Falcons secondary is, I'm not sure how confident I am in Mitch to be able to keep up with them. So it, it would require the Bears' D to be um, take a step up. But I think they can be able to do that. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't feel very great about this game. I could Honestly, I could see this game being a shootout. I could also see this game being very low scoring. I could see a lot of possibilities for this one. Um, I think overall the Bears, they, they could keep it close. So I'm going to side with them. Yeah, I, th- I think you make a good point there, Robbie, where game script kind of matters here. Um, I'm leaning Falcons. I don't feel great about it. Um, my thought here is that I just don't know that the Bears' defense is going to be able to keep them under 30. And it's like you said, um, you know, do we really trust Mitch to keep up with them? I know that Falcons' D isn't great, but... Um, you know, there's just there's a lot of inconsistencies on both sides of the ball for the Bears right now. I mean, you could say, uh, you know, at least the thing with the Falcons is, you know, they do appear to have one side of the ball figured out. Um, now their defense is an absolute train wreck, but uh, the Bears might be just the uh, cure that they needed. Um, we'll see. I just, I don't have a great feeling about this. You know, here's another team that just is really desperate for a win. And, uh, you know, Bears team that's 2-0, and uh, somehow, um, you know, you know, they held on, uh, back-to-back weeks here against teams that I would think are worse than the Falcons. So, uh, I think this one could be a tough, uh, tough game for the Bears on the road and, uh, they could struggle. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean on the Falcons here. Minus three. Don't feel great about it though. All right. Next up guys, it is the New York Jets, uh, heading into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts are minus 11 in this one with an over-under of 44. Um, by far the biggest favorites of the week are the Colts here. Uh, Jets not getting a lot of respect. Uh, guys, I'm going to lean the Jets you know, just for the simple fact that I, I, I'm still not a huge fan of this Colts team. I mean, the Colts looked like the worst team in the NFL in week one, uh, and then they beat a Vikings team that I'm pretty convinced is just... Uh, also, you know, one of the bottom feeders here after two weeks, uh, you know, have not looked good. So, um, that being said, it's really just minus 11, too much for a team that I, I just, I don't feel great about. Uh, so I'm going to take the Jets on the road here. I, I'm going to go the other way, but again, it's a big number. I, I don't like this, um. I think the Colts should be able to dominate the Jets, but you know, you eleven points gives you a lot. It's a lot of wiggle room for some garbage time right there. Yep. 
Um, so that's 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 nothing to really be confident about. But the Colts, they they definitely impressed more from that sec- second game against the Vikings as opposed to what they started off doing against the Jags. Um, that that was kind of more the Colts team I was expecting going into the season, and I I think they've got a good enough defense. Jets still they might not be with Jamison Crowder still. Brashad Perryman might be out after getting banged up last game. I I'm not confident in Sam Darnold really putting putting much up against this Colts defense. Frank Gore that gets you excited? Oh, he's twenty five carries. You know he's. How is he still in the league? You know, that's just amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think he's ever going to leave the NFL. No, he's, he's going to have his son play with him. <laughs> and then his grandson play with him, too. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's that's a lot of points. I could see the, the Colts should be able to do it, but that's not always the case with that big of a number. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm off. Yeah, I hate this game. <laughs> I don't want to pick this. I think that negative or you know minus eleven line is more indicative of how bad the Jets are as opposed to how good the Colts are. Because I don't yeah. think the Colts are that good of a team, and you know to be eleven point favorites, that's that's crazy to me. Yet I'm I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> this Jets team is horrible. I don't know how Adam Gay survives past week six. That that guy is is out of his element. Yeah, for some his element, life. yeah, his element is offensive coordinator, and he he's not a head coach. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I think the Colts he's got a lot of tude. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Sam Darnold, man, because I don't think he's terrible. It's just that he's in a terrible situation. Yeah, and uh, no, I mean, I think the Colts went up front here and have no problem running the ball in his Jets defense, and yeah, I I think they cover, but yeah, I. I'm not touching this game. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those. This is probably the game of the week that you couldn't pay me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the last thing that I'm gonna be paying attention Gulp to. Rivers. Yeah, just same age as Adam Gase. This game is gross. <laughs> I want no part of this. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just it's a ton of points. Um, I don't. Know. I I certainly won't be betting on it. I I don't have a great feel for it. Uh, the Colts. Uh, have been on two polar opposites in, in two weeks thus far. And, uh, you know, the Jets, yeah, they're not great. But, you know, 11 points, that's just, it's just, that's, like Robbie said, that's so much room for garbage time in that number. Um, so we'll see. But uh, next up, guys, uh, this is an intriguing one and uh, a, a rematch of a tie from last year, if we remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's always exciting. Big the Detroit Lions uh, heading out west to the Big Toaster to take on the Cardinals, uh, who are five-point favorites at home, and uh, the over/under in this one pretty high at forty. Or, I'm sorry, fifty-four and a half. Uh, I'm on the Cardinals in this one. I think they'll they'll uh, really be able to spread this uh, uh, Lions defense out. You know, they've got that spread offense that they love down there, and uh, it's really been working for them thus far. Kyler's, uh, you know, appears to be taking another step here in year two. And, uh, yeah, that Lions team, especially the defense, they looked bad against the uh, pack last week. You know, Bears absolutely tore them up in the second half. So Lions really don't look good. Matt Patricia, another one like Gase, appears to be on his way out. Uh, 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this one got out of hand early either, uh, much in the same way that the you know the Pack were able to kind of jump on them last week. So uh, I'll take the Cardinals here, uh, minus the five. Yeah, I love that. I love that value too. Um, I'm all over the Cardinals this week, minus five. You know, I, I expect this one to be high scoring, but I just don't think this Lions team has the firepower to keep up with this Cardinals team. Um, you know, maybe that that's the case if Kenny Galladay plays. Um, but yeah, I just think Kyler is going to be too much in this Lions defense. Um, you know, they've had their problems with playing man, and uh, I don't think they had the corners to play man, and you know, they're getting torched by everybody. So I. Yeah, I, I expect the Cardinals to jump out early on this Lions team and uh, sort of revenge that tie from last week. Yep, I'm right with you guys. And uh, this, the, yeah, this Cardinals team that that's spread offense. It's just been working well. It, it worked the team last week. It's 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 been very effective. And um, on top of that, the Cardinals defense has vastly improved. It, it seems to me from last year. Um. It, they they seem like a whole new team this year, and I think the they're Lions, a Super Bowl contender. They 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 are a Super Bowl contender. I mean, there's there's no reason to say that they can't keep this going. And the Lions, they're honestly they're kind of one of the worst Lions teams I've seen in a while. I don't know. They they seem like nothing's really going for them. Unlike last year, where. I felt like the Lions could keep it competitive, and they were they had some games where they got screwed a little bit. Um, but this Lions team just doesn't seem to have it so far this year. I mean, the tough contest that's opened up the year, but uh, I'm loving the Cardinals so much. Um, and since you took the team as the lock, I'm going to take this one as. The but lock. it's a lock. No. All right. Yeah, we're all the Cardinals. We're all feeling pretty good about that. Uh, my thought is we'll probably hear about this game a little bit later in our consensus picks, but uh, you know we'll revisit that. Spoiler. Spoiler, I know. Um, all right, guys, next one up, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, heading out uh, west to take on the Broncos in the Mile High City. Uh, Broncos are six-point dogs here with uh, O'Driscoll at the head, and uh, the over-under in this one is 43. So... Uh, Robbie, why don't you start us off here? What do you think in, in terms of this one? This is uh, still early in the season. That's going to give a – right there, that gives the Broncos just an edge to start. Yep. Um, teams just struggle overall. I mean, the Titans were able to pull it off against it, but um, they also – I mean, they had some missed field goals. Uh, it's it's a tough stadium to play in, tough atmosphere, even when there's no fans. Um but the Buccaneers, uh, I I think that defense uh, showed a little more last week. I, I know week one they kind of looked like they got taken by the Saints, but I mean the got to remember the Saints are they're they're high powered offense at least before Michael Thomas, their one of their key players went down. Um, but Buccaneers defense, I I think they're a a good defense and they they're they should be able to control this Broncos offense which is a little beat up at the moment um yeah Lindsay Sutton yeah yeah Sutton's gone uh Lindsay's still de- dealing with turf toe um Fant out Fant left the game yeah, last week. I, I think Fant's fine okay hopefully uh you got O'Driscoll though yeah hey you got O'Driscoll but 
Um, I mean, the concerns is, oddly enough, Tom Brady for me on the Buccaneers. I I don't think it's he's the same player that he was uh, 10 years ago when he was 35. I, how old is Tom Brady? He's, he's another guy. 44? Jesus. I don't think 44? so. I, he's, he's a little younger than that. I, th- I, I thought he was. He's got to still be in his 30s, right? But First uh, year was 99, I think. This would be 21 years, so he's, he's probably 43. 43. Yeah. yeah. It's Man, old. how does he's time old. fly? He's old. Wow. That's time. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I, I think that's going to cause problems. But this, the Steelers were able to run the ball on the Broncos last week. I, I think, even though they say Rojo's the guy, I think Fournette's going to have a little prompt are going to be able to run it on them. Um, even Rojo, I think he's he'll he'll be fine running against it. Um, Godwin's going to most likely be back this week, um, so that that's an improvement for them right there. Six points. That's I don't think that's too much to ask for for the Buccaneers to cover. I I, I like them on that one. Yeah, man. I I think I'm going to take the Broncos here. I'm, I'm not feeling great about it. Uh, I agree with you that the Bucks defense so far has impressed me. I think that's more of a fugazi than it than it than anything. I I don't think they're that great, and um, you know that this Broncos team, you know, they looked like a little they looked a little bit better on offense at least with uh, Driscoll at quarterback, and you know he, he he's a very mobile, gives them a little bit uh, different element in the quarterback position. You know, I think I think they they're able to move the ball on this Bucks defense, and you know keep this to a point where maybe it's close and uh, I think getting six points in Denver is too good to pass up especially when you know Tom has been very unimpressive uh in his two first starts and in, in uh as a buck and he historically has not been great in mile high as well so uh I'm gonna take the Broncos here yeah I'm gonna take the Broncos too um you know you guys kind of touched on it Broncos have been in two pretty tight games this far um you know they impressed me by uh, hanging with the Titans in Week One. I mean, Titans had some struggles, uh, you know, on field goals that made that game a little bit closer than it really was. But you know, Broncos were right there in the end to win that game, and you know, a couple drop passes really uh, might have cost them the game. But um, I, I just think that this game, you know, they'll be able to keep it close at home. Uh, I think the elements matter. Uh, you know, one of the few home field advantages you know, without fans is just that elevation that they play in up there. So I'm, I'm thinking the Broncos can hang in this one. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll really see. It's going to be uh, a close game. I don't feel great about it, but uh, it just feels like too many points. And I think, you know, that Denver D could, uh, you know, could get to Tom a little bit, make him uneasy. And then as far as what the Broncos are going to do on offense, I just expect a heavy dose of Melvin Gordon. And it's just a matter of whether the Bucks can stop them or not. Um, you know, part of me thinks that uh, they'll have some trouble. So uh, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Broncos here. All right, guys. Uh, next one up, we've got the uh, Dallas Cowboys taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Seattle is a five and a half point favorite in this one, with the over under set at fifty six, our highest of the week. Uh, guys, this is the definition of a marquee matchup. Uh, Great game here. Uh, you know, should be very entertaining with these two offenses. Uh, I like the Seahawks in this one personally. Um, if we're talking about teams that have looked the best in the NFL thus far, 
Um, you know, I'd say the Ravens have looked really good. Uh, you know, you have to like the the way um, you know the Seahawks have looked though too. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson looks great. Uh, they, there's just there's no other way to put it. I mean, right up there with the Packers too. Packers have looked great. I I think those are probably the teams that have impressed me most though. Uh, through three weeks, and you know, Seahawks are right there. Meanwhile, the Cowboys, uh, you know, they've had a couple hiccups. They barely won that game last week at home. Needed a miracle, uh, really, to pull it off, and some idiotic plays on special teams. But, um, you know, for my money, I just think the Seahawks, you know, are the more disciplined team here, and frankly, the better coach team. Uh, <laughs> this game could come down to decision-making between Pete Carroll and uh, Mike McCarthy, and I'm going to take Pete Carroll all the way on that one. <laughs> but interested to get your guys' thoughts. I'm with you. The Seahawks are just looking too good. I, I think Russell Wilson's really pushing this year to get an MVP. <laughs> Give him one vote. Come on. Just just one vote. Um yeah, I I think he's got something to prove, and this he's got good weapons on the outside. Well, he's he's got DK Metcalf who who could stretch the field. He he's something else. He's he's looked like a whole new player since what second half of last season. Uh, Tyler Lockett's still very consistent. I I think they're going to be able to put up points on this Cowboys secondary that's been suspecting. Mike McCarthy, what are you doing? <laughs> Some of these two punt punts on two fake punts in their own territory last games against the Falcons. The running attempt one on like fourth and six. That was one outrageous. Was that was one of like, the worst what calls are you I've doing? ever seen. Yeah, that was outrageous. He's not a good coach, and I I think the Seahawks are going to make him pay this week. Um, they, I really think last week the Cowboys just got. Uh, they bailed them out, out, themselves out with the talent. The, there was no coaching that helped them in that game. Um, uh, Greg Zerland, oh my, what what an onside kick! Whoever thought to put the ball on its side and just have it have it spin like that, man. That, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. S- a side I, thought I, on that: should that be a rule to make those more interesting that the defensive team can't touch the ball inside of ten yards too? And if it just doesn't go ten yards in the yeah, the other team gets it's it. Like a I massive, think that'd be more fun. Yeah, yeah. and that, then that there's was just a huge dog pile. Yeah, I, I, I'm in for that one. I think that could that could make things interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It might swing, might swing the pendulum too far. But anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, but besides that, um, it basically great the leg, just winning them it for them at the final couple minutes. I just have no faith in this Cowboys. T- team right now uh it just poorly coached uh, seattle at home again you know i i don't think they're gonna really have a crowd but just being being there is gonna just be they're gonna just take it to them i i think i I, i'm not feeling confident on this game but i mean i'm on the seahawks side i'm gonna take the cowboys here uh i sort of feel like like this game, um, as, as sort of I did last week with the Seahawks, um, Seahawks Patriots game. I think this is going to be a close game. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. First of all, uh, you know both these defenses are struggling a little bit. Um, just so much talent on both offenses. 
Yeah, let Russ cook, man. It was funny last Sunday with Chris Collins. We're talking about him being the reason why I didn't have any votes. Yeah. He, he, he forgot to turn, <laughs> turn it in fast enough. Oh, man. But uh, do you know what? I, I mean, I, I I just think it's going to be closer than that five-and-a-half line. Um, and, you know, Dak does some of the things uh, similar to Cam, and Cam had success on his defense, and the Cowboys have a lot more play, playmaking ability than the Patriots do on the outside. Um, give me the Cowboys here. All right. Uh, next one up, guys, we've got the uh, Carolina Panthers heading out west to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Chargers are six and a half point favorites here with the over under set at 44. So, uh, Adam, let's let's send it back to you. What do you think? I don't feel great about this game. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers, six and a half at home. Man, they looked impressive last week. Um, you know, probably they definitely should have won that game. Um, definitely should have not punted on fourth down there in overtime. <laughs> um, yeah, some questionable calls there. But, you know, Herbert, he looked the part. Um, he looked very poised. Like, uh, he, he wasn't scared of the moment. Um, you know, you know, I didn't think he threw the ball exceptional. Uh, he definitely missed on a couple passes, pretty big. But you know, for his first start against the, you know the defending champs, I, I he he definitely played his part. And uh, yeah, I think I think he probably gives them a little bit better of a chance to win than Tyrod. Um, you know, it definitely helped that they probably didn't prepare for him. But you know, this Panthers team's 0-2. Um, they haven't really shown anybody any any ability to stop anybody on defense. Uh, so yeah, give me the Chargers here. Uh, six and a half. Yeah, I I I like your point of how the Chiefs are didn't have really a shot to prepare for them. Um, because I think that does kind of skew the view of the Chargers with Herbert a little bit. At least for me, I'm just kind of getting. It's kind of tough to see how they would be with a team that prepare them. But again, the Panthers' defense is just not good. They're you could run the ball on them all day, and I believe they will with. Um, Eckler and uh, Josh Kelly. Um, I, I think they're going to have no problem moving the ball. Panthers, losing Christian McCaffrey, that's a huge loss for them. Um, I, I know they're giving rave reviews about Mike Davis, and he, he did fine coming in relief, but uh, we'll see. This Chargers defense, um, it, it's still a good defense. It's a good unit, and they should be able to control the Panthers offense a little bit as as good as they've been and they've been able to keep with it um I'm not feeling confident on this game but I do like the Chargers here yeah so I'm gonna take the Panthers uh ultimately what I think is Robbie raised a good point about uh how the Chargers could probably lean on the run here against the Panthers team um and because of that I think it's gonna be low scoring I think it's gonna be kind of a ball control type of game for the Chargers, they're not going to want to put too much on uh, Herbert's shoulders here too early. I, and I don't think that's Anthony Lynn's style either. They want to run the ball. Uh, so I think it'll be a, a heavy dose of that against this Panthers team. You know, and as for the Panthers, I think that they're able to do just enough on offense to keep this one, you know, within the cover range here at minus six and a half. Could even be a backdoor cover. Um, you know, if, when you got guys like uh, Samuel and, and Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, I mean, there's big play threats out there. So um, I, I like the Panthers here. I, I don't think they win this game, um, but I think that six-and-a-half number is just a little bit too big. So uh, I'll, I'll take them. 
All right, next one up, guys, Sunday Night Football. It's the Green Bay Packers heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites here with an over-under set at 51-and-a-half. Should be a great game with uh, Alan Chris on the call. Uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts? Uh, this one kind of – I'm kind of getting uh, same reasoning as uh, week one with um, – the Packers going against the Vikings and that Packers being th- this big of dogs uh, screams just you should take the money line here. Um, I, I think the Panker- Packers should have as good of a shot as the Saints of winning this game. And I, honestly, I think the Packers might be a little better at this point in time than the Saints. Um, I, I think the Saints without Michael Thomas kind of hurts them right there. Uh, it's, it's definitely an element that's it's hurt their game. I mean, Traquan Smith, he, he, he was all right, but uh, he, I that Raiders defense, it's not it's not the best, and they also got a little banged up during that game, and they still Saints still couldn't pull it off. The Raiders pulled off the victory there. Uh, Packers, on the other hand, they're hot, and man, I've, ever since you said that the other week, Adam, about how. Aaron Rodgers is just playing like he's got something to prove this year. Man, I believe it. I, I'm with you there. I, I'm very confident in the Packers. Three and a half. That's If the Packers lose by a field goal, then that's a win. You know, I love that. I'm going to probably take the Packers' money line, too, because that is great value. I'm I'm in on the pack this week. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. I, I'm in on the pack, taking a money line. Um. You know, I, this game has a lot of parallels. You know, two older quarterbacks, probably Devontae Adams doesn't play. Both are number one options out. Um, you know, a team that's running the ball more so than they're passing. Two very similar running backs with Aaron Jones and, uh, you know, Kamara. Um, you know, I, I just think this comes down to the quarterback play. And, and I, last month, Monday, I, I the Saints, they – they got a little bit of exp- they got a little exposed. I know a lot of that has to do without with them not having Michael Thomas, but Drew Brees did not look good. That's about some of the worst I've ever seen him. And Aaron Rodgers is playing some of the best football I've ever seen him play. So I, yeah, give me the Packers here money line. I could not believe this line. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Packers with you guys. I don't think I'm quite as confident, um, but uh, you know, ultimately the short week for the Saints you know, is going to hurt them here. Uh, like you said, both star wide receivers uh, looking like they're going to be out for this one. Or um, So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you're right. It, it just comes down to quarterback play, and I think I trust Aaron Rodgers right now uh, more so than uh, Drew Brees, um, you know, to get things done late. And, uh, you know, in a game that should be as even as this, uh, give me the team that's getting the points, um, you know. There's a scenario where the Packers win this game by 10. Uh, I just don't know that there's a scenario where the Saints win this game by 10. Uh, you know, Packers should be able to keep this one close. And just, you know, the way the Saints offense is built right now, especially, you know, with, without Michael Thomas, I mean, it's it's limited, uh, you know, downfield threats. And uh, it's not a lot of big chunk plays, you know. It's, it's kind of a slow uh, burn to get downfield for them. So... You know, Packers have that much better quick strike ability. Um, and, you know, Aaron, Aaron Jones looked electric last week. You know, he's really coming into his own as an offensive threat. Uh, 
So I, I'm going to stick with the Packers here with you guys. Uh, I I think uh, you know I think they'll they'll be able to keep this one close. And like you said, they got a good chance of winning this. So yeah, that 51 and a half line too. I think that's a little high, um, especially with probably the top wideouts out for both teams. I think both defenses uh, have have a day, and I I don't see that that number hitting. So I'm taking the under there. Yeah, I like that under as well. All right, next up, guys, we got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, Guys, this one's in Baltimore, uh, but a marquee Monday night matchup. We don't get enough of these. Uh, most of the time, the Monday night game is uh, less than desirable, but you know we got a treat this week. So uh, it's the Ravens minus three and a half at home, over under in this one fifty four. Um, Adam, why don't you start us off? You know, this is probably one I'll stay off of. Um, I don't feel great. Both both these teams can you know. I mean, these are probably two of the two best teams in the AFC. Give me the Ravens here. I just think their defense is a little bit a little bit better than the Chiefs. Their defense is, is playing great, cohesive unit. Um, really looking good thus far for Chiefs. Um, they've had their struggles. And then offensively, I, I think that, you know, last week they didn't look great. And they, they pulled it out in the fourth quarter. But, you know, Ravens have played the Chiefs very well uh, in the past couple of years, and uh, I expect them to win this one and cover the three and a half. Yeah, I agree with you, Adam. Uh, I like the Ravens in this one. It's a tough game, though. I don't, I don't know that I'll bet it. Um, if anything, I might take the over. Uh, that's probably the bet I'll play on this one. You know, I just I have a bit of a hang up betting against uh, Mahomes. You know, to to kind of struggle two weeks in a row. I think they're going to be able to move the ball, but you know, I just think the smart bet here is on the Ravens. Um, the Ravens always play them close anyway, and it just appears that the Ravens are the hungrier team at the moment. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Chiefs could come out very motivated off that loss, but uh, you know, there were definitely some things that concerned me. Uh, with their last performance against the uh, Chargers, you know, so I'll I'll take the Ravens in this one. I think Lamar gives them a handful, and that defense has just always played them well, and I think that continues here. Um, so yeah, I'll take the Ravens. Yeah, I, I'm right with you guys. Uh, again, if I wanted to make, uh, just like you said, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, if I were to make a play, it would be the over, but I don't feel great about that either. Um, this might be just one just. Or just sit back and enjoy the show, really. Um, I I do think, man, that three and a half, that's that's just a bad number for the Ravens. Minus three would be better, but even still, I wouldn't feel great about that. Um, I could see this just being a shootout between, going back and forth between both these teams, and it could come down to whoever gets the ball on the final drive, really, and score a game-winning touchdown. Um, I, I could see it being that competitive. So I, I'm going to stay off this one all right guys uh, so that does it for our week three picks let's uh just recap a couple of our locks here so adam just to refresh you got that team team plus seven and a half love that, love that one uh we're all on that robbie you got the cards minus five we all love that yep uh, and i got the titans minus two and a half another uh, consensus pick for us so you know uh We've got pretty strong opinions on, uh, you know, a select few games here this week, but, you know, we, we do like them. Uh, so as for our consensus picks, uh, we're going to roll out the Cardinals minus five, the team plus seven and a half, and then the Packers plus three and a half. Uh, 
So we'll do that. Again, just a reminder, uh, we take each of these games, we put 25 on them against the spread individually, and then we parlay the three of them together, uh, hoping to hit that parlay. So uh, right now, you know, we're even money on the year. But, uh, you know, going into that, uh, you know, we'll see if we can uh, finally hit one of these parlays, though. We've been close, so two out of three thus far in the first two weeks. Uh, Adam, you know, before we get out of here, want to get your power parlay of the week. All right, yeah, we took a, took a week off after last week one's dramatic loss on the parlay, but this one's going to be juicy. Uh, it's going to be Team Bears and Packers, and it's all money line. Oh, yeah. yeah you're going to get some juice on this one. I, I, I yes. love that value. Um, yeah, I think all three of these teams are underrated by, uh, you know, mainstream uh, but and Vegas, so I, I love it. Wow. But it's a lot. No. <laughs> Three road money line teams. You gotta like it. Only in the COVID Ooh, NFL. That, that was not. That was not the outro button. But uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys, like, we can lock up these uh, parlays. Oh, the locker lock. parlay. Dude. Put the money on it now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for our week three episode. Good luck to everybody out there. That um, you know, we'll be back here with week four. Uh, hopefully, with a. Uh, you know, a little bit richer, but uh, until then, uh, everybody enjoy your week.